Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. A bottle of Lucas Complete Fuel Treatment can clean your system and help your engine get more MPGs. Right now, you can get two bottles for only $9.99. A great deal to help you go a great deal farther. Find Lucas Complete Fuel Treatment and everything you need for better fuel efficiency at any one of our 6,300 stores. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. A warm up of you Welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson. Now part of the Visa Family Podcast. And we do have a great podcast for you as this is a podcast that is presented by DraftKings. And vote yes on Prop 27, Prop 27 doing all that it can to get Californians online and able to bet online, much like over half the country is able to, and you're able to bet online in so many cities like Boston, New York, Portland, Chicago, list goes on and on. A little bit unfair that Californians, they're currently stuck with the shady bookies, what have you, so this is going to be able to help them out, and we're going to help you out in segment number two with a great chat with Danny Vietti. He does amazing work over there at CBS Sports, along with his own podcast, the Wake and Rake Podcast, which you're able to find wherever you get this podcast. We're going to be chatting with them about just what we've seen out of the Philadelphia Phillies in general. They were able to advance to the World Series. We're going to give a few minutes on what the Padres did wrong in terms of that Game 5 game and then take a look to see how they're going to be matching up with the Houston Astros. I am doing this as the Yankees versus the Astros Game 4 is raging on that set. If the Yankees do come back from an 0-3 deficit, I am very willing to say that I am wrong and I will reevaluate from there. But I do think at some point we are going to be getting Astros versus Yankees. So at some point, I do think that we're going to be getting Phillies versus Astros. So we're going to be talking about that in segment number two. And then in the final segment, if we need it, we're going to be taking a look at game five for Astros versus Yankees. As I'm doing this right now, the Yankees have a lead. So I'm going to have a breakdown ready. You are not going to be hearing it if the Yankees lose. If the Yankees win, you will be hearing it. So we're going to be perhaps touching them all. There might be nothing to touch, but we might be touching them all. And if you have a 
question, comment, segment idea, when I refer this podcast, you do have one of two ways you offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at GNNR41. Keep in mind, Lurzium, Lamey does not matter, so as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. The other way, that is fine an Apple Podcast review. If you're at this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. Then from there, you are able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast by that five-star review. Did not get in any Twitter questions today, but we saw the Phillies go to the World Series, so let's recap that right about now. A game from yesterday is Greg buzzing about. Here is the rowdy recap. Four to three, a home run by Bryce Harper is exactly what the team needed to get the job done, and he was able to deliver in the eighth inning off of Roberts. What is? We are no doubt going to be talking about that a little bit more with Danny Vietti as he goes deep for the fifth time this postseason. has been absolutely incredible to watch him operate as for the San Diego Padres. They were able to get a solid start out of Hugh Darvish as he goes six innings. He gives up two runs. He gave up another home run as all of a sudden Reese Hoskins is white hot. Three home runs in his last two games. Four home runs overall in this NLCS. And for the San Diego Padres, they did get what they were paying for out of Juan Soto as he did deliver a home run of Zach Whelan and Neil and Wheeler as Wheeler gives up two runs over the course of six innings, including that home run. Sir Anthony Dominguez gives up a run in an inning, but from there, Jose Alvarado scrolls setting. I was not fond of the decision for Rangers Suarez to come in and close. I was much, much less fond of the San Diego Padres trying to either sacrifice with Trent Grisham or bump for it. We don't know which one, but Trent Grisham, he bunted in the ninth inning with a man already in scoring position. I am not quite sure... Well, that was about Brandon Drury was the man that was on second, and while well, he's not Mr. Speedy Gonzalez at the same time, far from a slowpoke either, so that was not something that was necessarily too terrific as Suarez was spelling David Robertson, who had put a pair of men on base via walks, getting one out in the process, and for Suarez, he gives up those two runs over the course of two innings, and as I am doing this right now, it is looking rough for the New York Yankees. They are down 4-3 to three in the fourth inning as... The Houston Astros were down 3-0 as the Yankees actually were able to scratch across three runs in the first two innings. And then Jeremy Pena was able to hit a three-run shot off of Nancy Nestor Cortez. And, well, he lasted two innings. Cortez did, giving up three runs as Juan Peralta has had to come in for two innings, giving up a run. And the Yankees, as I am doing this, are 3 of 10 with men in scoring position as they've been able to get to Lance McCullers Jr. is allowed three runs over the course of his first three innings. Like I said, if we need a game five, that breakdown is going to be in the final segment. If not, it's just going to be an interview with Danny Vietti, and we're going to be calling it a day. But with that said, in terms of what we've seen in the postseason thus far, underdogs are 17 and 14 straight up. With home teams, they are 19 and 12 as well. We already know how this game went in terms of the over as the Yankees and the Astros went over in the top of the third inning. DK Nation pick won the biggest no sweaters of the entire year, actually, as now we've seen 17 overs and 15 unders as we are able to recap that. Unsure of if the dog or the favorite comes through in Yankees versus Astros. And like I said, if needed, that breakdown is going to be in the final segment. But what I do know is that coming up next, we're going to be chatting with Danny Vietti, who does amazing work over there at CBS Sports right here on the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, dance bro. <laughs> Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. 
Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun! Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. Always a pleasure to have this man aboard as Sandy Vietti does absolutely amazing work taking a look at the great game of baseball over there at CBS Sports. And he also does a great job hosting his own podcast, the Wake and Rake Podcast. He does that with World Series champion Will Middlebrooks. They do an amazing job taking a look at the game that we all know and love. And I know that Danny was... One that was pulling a little bit for the Padres, so a little bit of melancholy trails for them in this one. But and said, we are going to have ourselves a nice World Series, in my opinion, as to be able to follow Danny on Twitter. That is at his name, Danny Vietti, last name spelled V-I-E-T-T-I altogether. And Danny, great to have you aboard. Thank you. Yeah, always a pleasure to join, Greg. Thanks for having me. Always great to have you aboard. And we'll take a look at the Philly side of things in a second because no question, they deserve all the credit in the world for the way that they have found their way into the World Series. Many people forget with a few days left of the regular season, they were still in a fight with the Milwaukee Brewers just to get into the playoffs. But I do think that the Padres did sort of 
not put themselves in the world's greatest position in this one. I mean, it's one of those things where if fifths were fifths, we would all be drunk. But, man, not going to Josh Hader in the eighth inning, coupled with the bunt that we saw in the ninth inning, I think was not necessarily the right call on either of those plays. Yeah, five games were played by the San Diego Padres in the National League Championship Series. Combined, Josh Hader pitched one inning. And he faced three hitters. He struck out all three of those hitters. It's tough, especially when you're in an elimination game and you're San Diego. You want to put all your chips forward. And if you're going to go out, you go out swinging. And right now, I think Padre fans in particular have regrets. Not that it was their fault. They're not the one making the decisions. But if you're going to go out, you want to go out with giving it your all. And right now... I think they're feeling at this point like they didn't give it their all. At least the Padres didn't because Josh Hader never saw them out. And you're looking at the situation, first and second, the, you know, the intentional walk to college forward was understandable. So you got first and second. You got Bryce Harper, who's hitting over 450 in the postseason. Uh, the guy's seeing beach balls at the plate right now. And so you're having a lefty at the dish. You have a lefty in the bullpen and Josh Hader. Josh Hader has probably been the best reliever in baseball over the last month and a half, and you give up pre-penny to get Josh Hader over, a guy that San Diego has wanted over in that bullpen for a couple of years now, and you don't use him. And I love Robert Suarez. He's been nails in the bullpen all postseason long. He's been clutch, but he's not your best reliever. He's not your best arm in that situation. It's all optics when it comes to closer so often, and I hate that aspect because Josh Hader is a closer. And so a lot of managers included, they get this idea that if it's, if it's not the ninth inning, we're not going to go to our closer. If we don't have a lead in the ninth inning, we're not going to use our closer. The Phillies were in the middle of their lineup. That is the most crucial part of the ballgame. In the most crucial part of the ballgame, you want your best arm on the mound at that point in time. The Padres opted not to do so, and they left Hayter in the bullpen. And Bryce Harper made him pay for it. Yep. And I mean, let's call it what it is. Even though we can question the move to not use Josh Hader, credit where credit is due to Bryce Harper is right now hotter than lava. It has been amazing to take a look at him as Danny Vietti is joining me on the podcast because for everything that the Padres did wrong, Bryce Harper and the Phillies did right. Five home runs for Bryce Harper here in the postseason. And that really is the biggest X factor for me with Philadelphia Phillies. No question. Zach Wheeler, he pitched a very good game on Sunday. But that said, with Bryce Harper, a part of the reason why I was a little bit bearish on the Phillies going into the postseason is that since he had gotten off the injured list in about 35 or so games, he was sitting right around the Mendoza line of 200. He had just three home runs. He's got five here in the playoffs. And the fully healthy Bryce Harper, a man that it just feels like he has something to prove right now, has been, in my opinion, the biggest X factor here in the entire postseason. Yeah, Harper had not won a postseason series in his career entering this year. He had a decade in Major League Baseball. He hadn't won a postseason series. All those years with the Washington Nationals, they won NL East division titles and never were able to squeak out a series win. They finally get over that hump this year. Now they've won a couple series, and they're headed to the World Series now. Very impressive. He's swinging a hot bat, and I I know we want to depict what Bob Melvin did and did not do with his bullpen, but but I like the point you made there. I think we really need to give credit to Harper. In his interview with Ken Rosenthal immediately following that big-time home run, he basically said that he was seeing the ball better and better on each pitch. And Robert Suarez, to his credit, was actually making really – competitive good pitches really up until that last one that he hit out of the ballpark 
Suarez tried going change it down against him. He tried going fastball up. He might have mixed in a breaking ball at some point as well, if I remember correctly. And Harper just kept fouling him off. He kept fouling him off. They were very good, well-located pitches. Suarez was doing everything he can. And for a lefty, eighth inning at home, you got a 3-1 lead. Most hitters are trying to pull the ball and send his team home happy and send him to the World Series. That, that's what you dream of. Harper instead chooses to go opposite field. He finally got a pitch over the plate on the outer half. That's something he was looking for. He made that adjustment mid at bat, made that adjustment, knocked it out of the ballpark. Uh, it, it, you know, we, we've talked about Harper for years now. Is, is he overpaid? Is he overrated? Is he underrated? Is he underpaid? I think he's answering all those questions right now. Yeah, he certainly is. It has been a case where there has been many, many question marks around Bryce Harper. Can he do it in the postseason? Well, the answer to that is currently yes, as he has gotten his team to the World Series, as Danny Vietti, who does amazing work with the Wake and Rake podcast and CBS Sports, is joining me on the show. And when it comes to the Phillies, got to believe that they're going to be facing off against the Astros in the World Series. We're doing this just before Game 4 of Yankees versus Astros. And if the Yankees are able to come back from a 3-0 hole, we are going to be telling our children's children about how the New York Yankees pulled off one of the greatest comebacks in the history of baseball. But that said, I do think that with the Philadelphia Phillies, no doubt, they're a little bit outgunned in this spot. I think that that's very fair to say. But I take a look at those front two in Wheeler and Aranola, and because they wrapped up this series in five games, I do think that they've got a shot to be able to seal a few, ga- few games in this, especially if the Astros do get forced to a game five and beyond. I think that that would bode very well for the Philadelphia Phillies. But I take a look at this Phillies team. Overall, they are going to have a tough time with it, especially in something like a game four where we saw them throw out there the poo-poo platter of pitchers with Bailey Falter faltering in his start. But I do take a look at the Phillies. And with Wheeler and Noah, they've got a chance to be able to seal some games. No doubt. And it's funny. Will and I on the Wake and Rake podcast, we did a playoff preview. It was actually coming down the stretch run. It was before the regular season ended. And we were kind of going through the postseason teams and kind of doing a little pretender contender type deal. And we got to the Phillies and I kept coming back to that same word. And it was sneaky. I thought the Phillies were sneaky because of the way that the postseason was set up this year. So you had that opening wildcard round, which is the best of three. Then you have the NLDS, which is best of five. And you look at the Phillies starting rotation with Wheeler, Nola, and Suarez. Those are three very dominant good starters. After that, I think they're a little top heavy. Like after that, you got Syndergaard that a spot starter or an opener in game four of the NLCS. And they got hit around a little bit. But in a best of three, best of five series, they stack up and match up pretty well against the best teams in the league because they have enough in their bullpen and they have enough in their starting pitching to be able to, uh, to to dominate for three, four, five games. Where the Padres made a huge mistake against Philadelphia is that Philadelphia was able to score 10 runs against San Diego in game four. In game four, that's when you need to push, you need to lengthen the series. You need to get deep into that Phillies bullpen. Because after Alvarado and Robertson and Dominguez, there's some big-time question marks when it comes to the Phillies bullpen. And after Nola and Wheeler and Suarez, we saw what the other starters are, are, are capable of doing, and frankly, it wasn't too much. So that's where the Padres really lost this series was game four, giving up 10 runs. So that, and credits to the Phillies. They have an outstanding offense. Schwarber's hot. Harper's hot. Reese Hoskins is fuming. A lot of credit goes to that Phillies offense, but I think the Phillies are sneaky because they set up well in a shorter series. So if they can shorten a series, either against the Astros or magically the Yankees, 
I think they have a real, a real chance. But where the Astros really dominate is they have such a deep bullpen, such a deep starting rotation. They didn't have one arm on their roster right now that had an ERA over four in the regular season. So the Astros are so deep. So the Astros want a longer series. The Phillies, on the other hand, are going to hope for a shorter series so that they can use that top-heavy rotation and top-heavy bullpen to their advantage. And I just think it's so incredible with this Astros team as well. They haven't gotten much of anything out of Jose Altuve all postseason long. He started out 0 for 25 before he got his first hit of the playoffs. And yet, here they are going into Sunday night having not lost a single game in the playoffs. And I think that that's what makes this Astros team so lethal because they still have the home run power. They still don't strike out a whole heck of a lot as well. And I take a look at this Astros team, and it's just a little bit of a different team than we've seen from them when they made their past ALCS and World Series runs because typically when we think of the Astros, we think of the big matchers like Bregman, who did come up big in that game too against the New York Yankees, who I mentioned a little bit before, but Really, the strength of this team is actually the pitching this year. The Astros deserve a whole lot of credit. They really do. They're a team that nobody wants to see win, frankly, at least a majority of the Major League Baseball community. The obvious one of just the sign-stealing scandal and the cheating. They still have a lot of players left over from that 2017 team. Well, they've continued to prove all the doubters wrong. They've continued to prove to people that they are still a very talented, stout roster, a team that can match with the best of them. They have a starting rotation. That really just came out of nowhere other than Justin Verlander. I mean, Framber Valdez, what a story for him. I think he signed for maybe $10,000, $20,000, whatever it was. Signed with the (laughs) Astros and it's an international free agent. Guys like Christian Javier and Jose Urquidy. Guys that were never really supposed to be in a starting rotation on a Major League Baseball team. But the Astros do as good as anybody. Is Not only do they spend money on free agency, uh, but they also develop their players, and particularly their starting and, and bullpen arms, better than anybody in the league. When I think of teams that develop their players the best, I think the Dodgers and Tampa Bay Rays. One team that often gets forgotten about is the Houston Astros. They really develop their players phenomenally, as good as anybody in the league. So they deserve a whole lot of credit. But the series against New York in particular, you look at the series against Seattle, I thought Houston beat Seattle. I thought Houston was the better team, and I think they proved that they had more talent than Seattle in that given series. Against New York, again, a lot of credit goes to Houston starting pitching in that bullpen, but the Yankees just haven't hit the ball. I think they have maybe one hitter with a batting average over 200 in this LCS. So it's, in my opinion, it's been less about how good the Astros have been. It's really been more about how bad the Yankees have been. I hate saying that because I really do think the Astros deserve a lot of credit. Um, but the Yankees just are playing poor baseball at this point. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the fact that going into game four, I believe that they were hitting a buck 25. And once again, very good Houston Astros pitching. No fans of Bruce about it. If you say that the Astros have the most pitching in the major leagues, I've got no qualms about that. And I think that that's the correct take to give. But got it better than a buck 25. You can't strike out 41 times in three games with none of them going to extras. So I'm in agreement with you there. And Danny, It is going to be very exciting to see who is able to get the trophy at the end of the season. I know that you, along with Will Middlebrooks, do a terrific job with your podcast and do a great job of just keeping up with the game in general. So let the good people at home know they're able to follow you on social media and everything that you've got going on in general. I appreciate that, Greg. Yeah, we'll have a World Series preview 
little World Series special going on, the Wake and Rake podcast coming up, depending on when this Yankees-Astros series ends. So uh, look out for that on the Wake and Rake podcast when you're not listening to Greg here on this podcast and the written work up on CBSSports.com. And Danny does an amazing job taking a look at baseball all throughout the year. And whenever he joins this podcast, always lends tremendous insights, much like he did today. So big thanks to Danny for joining me right here on the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the VEASAN Family Podcast. Now we'll wrap things up for the Monday edition of the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the VEASAN Family Podcast. If you've got a question, comment, segment, idea, whatever you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at gnn underscore one Keep in mind, letters EM. Maybe it does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline and the other way it is via an apple podcast review if you're at this podcast five stars it is very much appreciated and then from there you're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast by that five star review i will be coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season and that does mean that i'll be coming at you once again tomorrow thank you so much for tuning in zigazoo has made me zigzag What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 